Good evening, Fräulein. And welcome to the Action Lead. My name is Owen, and tonight I am joined by the usual top men. I got uh, John Jerva from ActionFlix, J-Man, Sean, and Stephen. How are you, gents? Hello. Hey. And tonight we're going to be celebrating 40 years of the world's greatest archaeologist, Indiana Jones. So, uh, yeah, I can't believe it's 40 years already. I mean, I used to watch this once a month growing up. It's just one of my all-time favorite movies, or Raiders particularly, and one of my favorite franchises. So I'm going to pick somebody randomly to talk about it. Uh, Stephen. Yes. Your thoughts on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Go. Well, I mean, my wallet always does my talking for me, and this is what I just picked up last week. Um, 4K? The 4K. Um, just if, if you guys are into physical media, um, this is one of those ones. Let me see if I can even get it out here. It's one of these things where it unfolds. You get a map that basically tells you, you got to unfold it, where Indiana Jones has been. Nice. And then on the back is the posters. Sweet. That's cool. Okay. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. The first movie I ever saw in the theater is The Fox and the Hound. I don't have any recollection of watching that movie. My first recollection of watching a movie in the theater is Raiders of the Lost Ark. My parents took me to Ponderosa, which, if you live in Canada, no longer exists. They had the little placemat, which was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and then I went, and the person who went with us was so late that we had to get a seat in the very front row. So there I was, four years old, sitting there in my seat, and this big goddamn boulder comes rolling out at Indiana Jones, and I started backpedaling my ass off, <laughs> right? This movie, like, I went back, you know, my parents loved it so much, we went back, my mother swears we went back three times to see it. Um, it defined movies for me, you could say, because it's my first recollection of a movie. Um, it is probably closest to a perfect movie you can find between cinematography, score, pacing, uh, action, performance. Like it's the whole nine yards. Um, on 4K, it looks literally like it was shot yesterday. It is like so crisp that when if you guys don't have a 4k player and you're like okay i'm going to buy a 4k player what should i use what should be my first purchase it should be this thing because raiders looks incredible um literally i have i have nothing bad to say about raiders of the lost ark it is it is like my second favorite movie of all time uh the only thing that beats is inherit the wind uh so it's my favorite action movie of all time Mm -hmm. uh, and literally, I think it defined so many, pe you know, young moviegoers' lives. People, I think it was in The Legends of Tomorrow where the guy, um, one of the characters said, without Indiana Jones, I wouldn't have been a historian. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and J-Man has his own story about that, which he'll mm -hmm. share. But, like, I, I can't say enough about this. This is, like, one of the greatest movie landmarks ever done and like we don't get these anymore unfortunately so we have to cherish the ones we did get all right uh mr jerva over to you um 
Steven, Steven said it all. I mean, it's, I, well, I was seven. Yeah. 1981. So yeah. So, um, I, I, well, my first cinematic experience was star Wars. So it was still Harrison Ford. So I was a big fan of, uh, you know, that and empire had already come out. So, I mean, I, I pretty much knew who Harrison Ford was because, you know, even though I was seven, you know, I, I was old enough. And I remember going to see Raiders of Lost Ark for the first time, and it was just totally different from Star Wars. And I was like, same guy, but look what he's doing now. And then, like, and actually, I'm not going to lie, you know, but I saw I saw it for the first time, and it was kind of scary, you know, for a seven-year-old, you know, especially the beginning, you know, when he's when they're traipsing through the jungles and, like, you see all the skeletons and, and, and bodies and everything. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of alarming, you know, but, but I, I totally got into it. And like like Stephen said, it's 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 got to be one of, if not the best, one of the best action movies ever made. And Harrison Ford, like he could do no wrong to me at the time. You know, like I said, he was Han Solo, and Han Solo was my favorite character. So when I saw that he was going to be in this movie, and my my dad's like, "You want to go see it?" I'm like, "Yep." So I went to see it, and like, I think I saw it five times in the theater before it left. And you know, and then once it came on VHS, you know, I. Like I immediately, you know, had to have it, and um, I'm not at home. If I was at home, I'd show you my collection. It's not the 4K. I haven't gotten the 4K, but I got I got the complete collection on Blu-ray. And like I break, it, it, you you guys all know those movies. You know, you 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 break them out like every every so often. You know, you yep. never get sick of them. Well, this is one of them. I mean, yeah. I mean all. Of them. I mean even the like you know we'll get into the other movies later, but this is the quintessential adventure movie and harrison ford is the quintessential action hero in this movie and he just sells it and the whole cast sells it you know steven spielberg you know could do no wrong and john williams score enough said about that you know mm-hmm. it's iconic you hear it and he's you know how many movies do you know like you hear a score and it's like yep i know what that movie i know what that's from so you know it's just it's it's terrific and in every sense of the word I actually heard some idiot say on some website, I can't remember what the website it was. This is why I don't allow comments on the site because they just make me angry. <laughs> uh, but this guy actually said, well, I hope with the next Indiana Jones music, they get rid of that awful music with it for the next uh, movie. And I was like, this is joking because that's like literally impossible. Yeah, like, that, that, like, oh. that can't be. Uh, yeah. yeah. People just say that to get a reaction. That's good. Yeah. yeah. From uh, that bot. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts? Um, so I was three, like Steve, but I didn't go to see it in the theater. Um, I, I, I mean, like most people probably my age, we saw it on TV, um, in those extra long, like three hour formats, like either starting at seven or starting at eight and going to 11 and like begging your parents to, to, to stay up. Um, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark is, is to me, it defines adventure. It defined adventure when I was a kid, when I thought of adventure, I thought of like Indiana Jones style adventure. Um, and, and, and there are a whole bunch of movies and that whole genre of like adventuring in the jungle and stuff. I, I know that it came before, uh, Raiders, but everything after Raiders is basically aping Raiders. Um, even the stuff that came before, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like King Solomon's Mines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw, um, I just saw the, the 2018 Tomb Raider, um, with, uh, um, Alicia Vikander, is that, and, uh, that, basically takes the formula from Raiders. It's like, you know, that the bad mm-hmm. guy can't get into the the tomb without yeah. the hero. The hero does all the stuff. Yeah. Um once they get in there, there's something that kills them all. And and they, you know, and, and they have to prevent it from getting outside. And then she has to rescue someone, you know, be it like a Marion type character or whatever. It's her father. It's the same thing. 
And this is that thing was made three years ago. So, um, yeah. so it's super influential. It, it, um, it, it's one of the things that defined my childhood. I have like my old beat up Raiders comics, um, nice. my childhood ones. I would read this and then I'd read this in my bedroom and then I, I head downstairs and watch it, uh, <laughs> on VHS. Um, or, or if I knew it was on TV, I'd read the comic first and then I go and then I go watch on TV. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's super influential. I think, um, even writers and, and newer generations, um, are influenced by it without knowing it. Um, and they, they like stuff from it, like Uncharted, etc. um, without yeah. knowing where it really comes from. And yeah, I mean, I can't say enough good things about writers. I never really get tired of it. You know, like like other movies from my childhood. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't really want to watch this now. But Raiders has so many interesting things in it, like that chase scene where he's like, you know, he's dangling from the car and everything. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's it's impossible to duplicate. Um, we could talk about part five later, but yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Over to you, J-Man, because uh, I also I, I, want you to mention uh, your I, – I can't remember if you mentioned it on a podcast before, or I don't know if it was our show, but your response to Amy Farrah Fowler and the Big Bang Theory when she oh, talked yeah, about Indiana Jones. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to we're, we're gonna talk about that, yeah. 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 I have a yeah. lot of things with, with Indiana Jones. He was my favorite character, yes. Um, I would dress up as Indiana Jones. I'd make my own clothes. i use my mom's old purse as a bag. I'd use my skipping rope for a whip, and I'd set up the entire the entire apartment. And I and I couldn't I could I couldn't step on the floor, so I could I could only jump onto couches that would link and tables. And I set up this little glass thing at the end, so I could grab that and, and switch with the bag and all that. But I saw this is very weird, and Sean might be able to help me out on this. I went to a friend's place for his birthday. Uh, his name was Jonathan, so he's long gone. I don't I don't know him anymore. And I went to his place for a birthday party, and his birthday parties were like the damn best. Like you wanted to be invited. And all of a sudden, they put a stop to the shenanigans, and they pulled down this huge project uh, screen, started up a projector, and it was freaking Raiders of the Lost Ark on project. Like so, now it wasn't the whole film or something. No. I'm not sure. If they used to do that. It was like five minute snippets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was the first time I've ever seen any of this because my mom is like a, a square. She doesn't like it's, she likes drama movies. That's it. I never went to the theater for anything unless I begged my grandfather to take me. So I would have to know about it. I'm a self made nerd. Anyway, so I saw this projector and, and the, yeah, and I'd see the little clips and I saw the snake where he fell uh, in the well of the souls and then the snake comes up. You're like, oh shit! And I was like, this is like the greatest thing ever. So then, uh, Temple of Doom, which we'll talk about. Temple of Doom was the first movie I ever rented. Um, and I saw that first. So after I saw Temple of Doom, I then, because I didn't know it wasn't the same thing. Right. I, yeah. I, I thought that this was that movie. So I'm like, well, where is that snake pit? You know? And then I realized, oh, this is not, this is not the same movie. And then I found Raiders. So I saw Raiders second, um, which is why Temple of Doom is going to be, spoilers, my favorite. Um, but uh, Raiders is 10 out of 10. I understand it comes from all the serials, just like Star Wars. Uh, George Lucas, big fan of all these serials. So am I, right? As we know. Uh, so it's great that it's it's sort of like the perfect serial, all combined into like a two-hour movie that just has every good. It has every good thing from the serials and nothing of the bad stuff, like no repetitive stuff or no where they replay a chapter or something weird like that. It's all of the good stuff put together in one movie. The score is crazy. 
I like everything that happens. I used to, I had a GI Joe. I don't know what the GI Joe vehicle was, but it was like a long one with missiles on it. And I would have a horse and I have a guy. There's a guy, Croc Master came with a whip. And then I used a uh, dial tone, I think was the guy I used. He would hold the whip and I pretend he was Indiana Jones. And I would reenact the entire arc scene with him on the horse, jumping <laughs> from car to car. I would, him getting dragged. I literally reenacted the entire thing. I wanted to be an archaeologist in grade seven. When we did our career thing, I said, I got to be an archaeologist. I had to explain it to the class. They didn't know what it was. And my grade seven teacher was like, can you explain what it was? So I just said, it's Indiana Jones. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my, my, my seventh grade teacher was like, well, archaeologists don't actually fight Nazis, though. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, I'm good with that part. I don't need to fight Nazis or whatever. Um, but I guess we could talk about the the Raiders, uh, Amy Farrah Fowler thing. That that was like the last episode I watched of uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um, it pissed me right the F off. Bad. Like anger level through the roof. It pissed me right off. Because like, first of all, Sheldon should have defended that more. He just sat there like a goof. Uh, Amy doesn't know anything about anything. The movie's yeah. called Raiders of the Lost Ark. You're just watching everybody. You're following the story through Indiana Jones, but he's not a superhero. He's not there to save the world at the end. He's an archaeologist. He's trying to get the Ark. And, it's, and Sean pointed this out, and we all know this. It's like his intelligence is the one that says, okay, we have to like, you know, keep our eyes closed. We have to like, you know, and it's like, he figures this stuff out, right? It's like, he has respect for these items. Rene Belloc and the Nazis and all them don't have any respect for any of this stuff. He survives because he's, he is smart. And then he takes the arc back. What are they talking about? Like, it, it's not yeah. like he didn't do anything. I just don't understand it. It pissed me off. And then I realized that the writers of that show actually didn't understand the movie themselves, because if yeah. they did, they would have had the character of Sheldon defend it more. Yeah. So well, the problem is that that became a big hipster uh, reaction to Raiders, yeah. right? But here, here's the thing: um, in Raiders, like he, he's the only one that knows how to get the Ark. I mean, really, the yeah. Nazis wouldn't get it anyways because, like, because they're digging in the wrong place, and they never right. would have figured they're digging out in the wrong place. place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he finds it, and, and also at the end, um, it's melted everyone's face off and everything, and it's just sitting there. And anyone else can pick it up and use it like dangerously, right? Yeah, he's the one who retrieves it, and he does so resourcefully because he knows the Bible, he knows his mythology, and so well, he knows his religion, oh. and, 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 and so and so he he uh, he knows uh, not to behold um, God in, in in human eyes, right? So then closes his eyes, tells Marion to do so. So he's still a hero that retrieves the Ark. My, my thing is that um, because, so we'll get into the sequels, but like, uh, I guess, but, but um, uh, after, um, after Temple of Doom, um, I guess they decided to just cling on to the formula of Raiders. And so they did that for, for um, uh, Last Crusade. They did it for Kingdom of Crystal Skull. And you can probably maybe make that case for those two movies, especially Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull, the aliens just like mop up when they're done and they take off. It's like, it's craziness. Right. But, um, but because those movies to me, um, were facts, uh, an imperfect facsimile of Raiders, you could probably make that case for those movies, but not Raiders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Indiana Jones. I saw all the books. Yeah, uh, nice. and then uh, this is just out just now. Oh, uh, cool! Uh, which I was reading about and finding out some interesting facts about it. Like uh, his original name was Indiana Smith, uh, George yeah. Lucas, uh, with 
going to call him and Spielberg was like no I think we'll call him Jones and he was like oh that's much better so and then it just all, all clicked but uh, one of my favorite aspects of Raiders of Lost Ark and why I love it so much is Ronald Lacey, Lacey as Toad you know, with the black hair and the glasses you know the good evening yeah. Fraulein yeah uh, but like everything he says like even now I still say it uh, I, I quote him all the time. Um, like if Ed is like gonna uh, say something, uh, it's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, uh, you know, take the garbage out or something." I'm like, "Yes, I know you fear." Just <laughs> 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 do it all the time. And then uh, I also love the, "Oh, we are not thirsty." And there's just there's just so many like great lines. Like every line is memorable, and the dialogue, the script is like so sharp. Um, as as much as I enjoyed seeing Tom Selleck doing the. Uh, the screen test for it and i was like nah it's it's harrison ford harrison yeah. ford is indiana jones um what does everybody think of the fact that harrison ford doesn't want anyone else to play indiana jones like he's like when i'm done that's it nobody else is going to be replacing me because you know chris pratt was rumored to replace him and right. everything could you accept that or does it have to be him well, you remember there was the rumor that when crystal skulls came out that shia labeouf was going to take over the oh movie. god no. yeah no. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Yeah, I'm totally 100 percent on board with that. Yeah, once, I mean, they are making this fifth movie, but like, yeah, they they do not reboot it, do not remake it. It it doesn't need to be. <laughs> yeah. No said. I agree. Yeah. So no, my it's... friend here also <laughs> agrees that they. I I mean, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones to so many people. This isn't like a book like James Bond, where like it's already been. He's already been recast. Um, you know, I'll talk about what my hopes are for the fifth movie as well as they are, but, um, yeah, I also agree. Like, just don't bother. Let, let this one, let one thing in Hollywood lie and just let it be awesome and just let it go. I, I would love that. Yeah. What about young Indiana Jones and all that stuff? Cause he's been, he, like, even, even in part three, he was his younger self. Yeah. And his younger yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I'm weird. on like, like I always, I, I usually like, if, yeah, if it's not an existing character from a comic book or from another source, and this is an original character that was created originally on screen with Harrison Ford becoming that character, I usually say, don't recast him and let it be, but it, it, it has to be what you want. Like mm -hmm. you, on the one hand, do you want more Indiana Jones movies? If you do, do you then say Indiana Jones needs to be, in this time period, in the in the period of the serials, you know, whatever, like 30s, 40s, like, do you want to see him in the 60s? Like, I don't even know what movie, I don't know where this movie's going to be now, 60s it's, or yeah. 60s, I guess, because last one was be, yeah. 50s. Yeah. So it's like, do you think that Indiana Jones should not even go past, like, you know, into the 50s? And if you say yes to that and you want more Indiana Jones, you have to recast yeah. that character. Um, it, or, you're, or if you're willing to say, you know what, those three films... That was enough for me. It, it, it you know, it, it, it's good enough. I'm done. I don't ever want to see more of it. It's sort of everyone has to make up their own mind. I'm willing to accept anything if I like it, but if I don't like it, then I'm going to complain about it, just like everybody else on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> they can go forward with it, but the thing is, I think like one, two, and three are the real Indiana Jones movies to me. Um, I tried rewatching um, that fourth one, and it's it's better than i remember it but it's still forced i mean they're they're trying to um 
swap out the the um the nazis for the for the the commies so like yeah ussr and it, it doesn't work because it's they're not the same thing you know and they're it's uh, they're just supposed to be like irredeemable bad guys but they're like they're just they're commies i don't it's not it they didn't firebomb london they didn't you know right cost it's not the same thing um it's just yeah, it's forced. I, I think yes. If you need, if you want more Indiana Jones, it has to be in the in the time of, of World War II around there, um, and you would have to recast. My only concern is um, we're dealing with generations of filmmakers and generations of of, of audiences that don't understand um, the roots of Indiana Jones, and and it's going to look like a totally different. It's going to look like Tomb Raider twenty eighteen. It's not going to look like the fun and adventure and frolicking of. The, the first three Indiana Jones movies. It, it's not going to have the the boisterous music and 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 something happens every thirty seconds and and um and the fun fight choreography and 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 wonder of it all. It's not going to have that. <laughs> so I don't even know if this part five is going to have that. But um but if if a new filmmaker comes in and and they do a reboot with a um or or even just like a, a more of the series with a recast. It's not going to be your your tip. I'm just warning you right now. It's not going to be Indiana Jones as you as you know it or remember it. Yeah. yeah, he's still a serial character. The point is, is that because it's a serial in serials, it was 15 minute chapters. So every 15 minutes, some actiony thing happens, some crazy thing. Then there's different locations. They right. move to different. Like they don't understand those roots. They're just like, oh, Indiana Jones is like an adventure guy. Okay, let's let's yeah. have him go on. It's like, no, but that's not what that is actually. And everything like, has to be explained. Like there has to be an origin, like, you know, Indiana Jones origins or whatever. Origin. <laughs> right. He's yeah. a kid and he's like, oh, this whip, huh? You know, they kind of did that in, in the beginning of, of part three, but yeah. Which we'll get to and, you know, my yeah. thoughts might not be popular. But, um, <laughs> in, 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 but yeah, they've, they've forgotten that. And even like when, when Alan Quatermain which really way predates Indiana Jones big time, that character. He's a hunter and all that. But when they brought those movies out, they were fashioning them over after Indiana Jones, yeah. right? Yeah. I yeah. love those two movies. I love yeah. King Solomon. Yeah, and were, were a lot of fun. Like Bloodstone's a lot of fun. Oh, that's a great um, movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and like the Jewel of the Nile stuff. That, yeah, yeah. yeah Jewel of the Nile great. Now. Romance oh, in the yeah. Stone. Yeah. But. I love the, uh, the coat hanger scene. Yeah. 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 You're like, what the hell is this? Like nunchucks or something? Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a no, it, yeah. They used it there and no one cared. And then they used it in Raiders. And there was this big. 1941 hit. is the Spielberg movie no one talks about. I've never seen it. Well, I think it's like the only Spielberg film I haven't seen. Um, I, I think Steve gave it to me, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I got to agree at some point. And, yeah, I, I like 1941. The, the, one, the Spielberg movies I haven't seen are like cover of the cover Purple and Always and like that weird middle period he had uh, between Always Park is good. Park yeah. and E.T. Like yeah. Which one? Always? Always, yeah, yeah I liked Always. Always. I haven't seen the color Purple. Um, no. I, I haven't seen... Didn't you do Empire of the Sun? Didn't he produce that? No, yeah. Yeah, I don't, with, yeah, maybe with Christian Bailey. I think he directed that. I haven't seen that either. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, Raiders has so many like great scenes. Like it's still my favorite because it has the best action scenes of the series. But we'll we'll talk about that later once we've gone through all of them. I want to go over like what the best and worst action scenes are. But uh, for me, like the truck chase uh, is amazing, as we mentioned. But also that that opening scene, uh, we can't stress enough that it's maybe the greatest opening scene of all time, uh, or certainly way up there. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, Lucasfilm does the best spook houses in the movies. Like it's like that Jabba the Hutt's palace. Yeah. Uh, mm. Temple of Doom. Um, like in terms of creating a, a great atmosphere and like fun, like spooky places. Um, yeah, it's like, like that that opening uh temple in, in um in Raiders is awesome. Um and I reread that thing over and over in the comics, but because it's the same kind of thing. But and, um, and Alfred Molina is the other guy. Like that's that's crazy when you probably don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I throw you the whip. Yeah. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Adios, Oh god, it's, just, it's, well, it's like that and Return of the Jedi are the two movies where I can just say like every line while I'm watching it. You know, it's yeah. just I just know every line of dialogue because I've seen it so many times. But uh, yeah, no love it, and have, it's it's funny like for most of it, like oh, it's a really fun adventure yarn or whatever. And then that final scene, it becomes a horror movie with the yeah. faces melting and the ghosts yeah. coming and everything. You're like, what the hell is this? This is amazing. Uh, and it just really sort of transforms it. And like, even now you watch it and the scene is still horrifying with the, the way the faces <laughs> like come apart. Um, I mean, yeah, you know how, how it's done or whatever, but it, it still looks great. Um, and it's really that's satisfying how, deaths for all, all the bad guys. That's how hardcore PG movies were back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like that. I, it's like it's like wow. I mean, it's like that's like almost R-rated stuff you're looking. At. I mean, if not, I mean that ending. I mean, you see that in R-rated horror movies, but here it is in a PG action movie. Yeah. Well, the crazy <laughs> thing is, me being four years old, and, and I'm sure my, when my parents saw that scene, they were sort of like, you know, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> me. but it didn't affect me because I was just like, okay, their their faces melted off. That's fine. I think like the 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 the. The scene that really gets me though is actually not the, the face melting. It's the two of them standing there tied to the post and the flames going around them. And Marion's, you can tell she wants to open her eyes to see what the hell, because she can hear all the the carnage. And it almost sounds like they're in pain. And and, and he's like, No, you can't open your eyes. And it's like it's one of those things where even though the, the main characters are not in really in mortal danger, because you know, it's just a hair from them, the same thing happening to them. So, I mean, that that to me is like, that scene is crazy. And then like, I also like, I, I didn't notice this until recently is that, you know, the arc would, I, you see the arc would go up with the fire and it's just like in spinning there and then it comes down and it's like, God, I hope no one else opens that. <laughs> have you have you tried the trick of I, I do this on movies where they where they have to hold their breath, yeah, uh, and then you try to hold your breath as long yeah. as the character in the movie. Have you tried closing your eyes the entire time just to see if you could keep them closed the entire time? You should try that. Good experiment. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't tried it yet. I, I I can't do the holding breath. There was that movie, uh, Let the Right One In, the Swedish one. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. kid was underwater for like five minutes. I swear to God, I'm like, he's <laughs> dead. There's no way. But anyhow, yeah, I love. Uh, like, I think it was only uh, like a few years ago. Whenever I noticed that at the end, um, after they've all you know died in the arc is there, and then Indian Marion are free, and I was like, oh God, cut them free! Um, and I thought he intervened and saved them because they didn't look at you know what they're not supposed to look at, and he freed them and said, okay, you're free to go. Um, and uh, I thought that was awesome. And then just to uh, just uh, I know we've already talked about the score, but the music is so good. But whenever the the, sc the skulls appear and the ghosts change oh, yeah. into the skulls, and it turns into like horror movie music, so like yeah. psycho music or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely love it. And uh, we can continue until we mention uh, Paul Freeman as Belloc. Oh, yeah. How great is he? 
Yeah, Paul Freeman is is excellent. He's he's the you want to hate you sort of hate him a lot because he 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 knows that this stuff is like he's not in it for the love of anything. He's in it for the he's literally in it for the the, the you know the 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 game, right? Like he's sort of a bit like what I equate Indiana Jones is from Temple of Doom, more shady, obviously, but he's sort of like he has no respect for it. But he knows what it is, and he knows it's important and powerful. But he only cares about the power of it. He doesn't really care about, you know, the the grandeur or anything like that. He only understands it. It's like um, that old saying goes: a, a cynic knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. Mm-hmm. And he's like that. He like knows that he could get a great price for the art, but he doesn't care like what the value of it actually is, what it mm-hmm. means. I think I don't. I I I liked Rene Belloc. Um, I like all of his dialogue. Uh, you know, these take, take this bury it in the sand for a thousand years, it becomes priceless. You know, yeah. it's, like a, it's like I bought it at a local pawn shop. You know, all that stuff. I I like the fact that like he's working with the Nazis, but like he kind of doesn't care about the Nazis either. He's always you in know. it for himself, which is great. Yeah. Um, I think he does. He wants the power of of the Ark and maybe some fortune and glory and all that with it as well. But like. We never got, which is good. I'm glad we didn't. We never got too much into his reasoning for things. But I love the scene where he's, where you know, Indy's gonna blow it up, and he's like, "Yeah, go ahead, buddy, to t- take your shot." Because like you, you know, that's not happening. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, you and I are passing through history. This is he history. Is history. <laughs> and it's like he's awesome. And and I like that they just didn't have it. Like, I mean, there's the Nazi guys. There is Nazi presence or whatever. But like, he's still sort of like the main bad guy i guess yeah. it's it's weird it's like there's this because again it's he's one of the raiders there's so many people after this thing he's a like, threatening you know, bad guy though it's funny like tote and then that's the, the threatening guys and he's almost like the brains of the operation yeah 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 um and one thing we didn't mention was i like i like when characters go to areas and then they meet up with guys so it's like he goes and then and it's like oh yeah Salah, you know yeah and you're like oh yeah who's this guy and then and then it's like <laughs> And then that guy's got like a whole backstory, you know what I mean? That we don't know, but it's like, yeah. oh, I've got all these kids and everything. And it's like, and then he like teams up with that guy. And I like, and even the boat captain, um, uh, you know, you know that they guy never used him again. I, they yeah. never used him again, right? Kanga and then, or like, something, is that his name? Yeah, I don't know. But I yeah, like the yeah. idea that there's like connections and it's like, you see the map, you see where he lands and then he meets up with someone who's helping him out along the way. I really like this. Like, int- that's like a serial thing too. You introduce yeah. a character. Yeah comes in, helps out a little bit, and then they go away or whatever. It's it's cool. Like all that little intricacies, Marcus, you know, and uh, oh, that's all kind of so great. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, that's all that stuff yeah. is really cool too. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, me, Ed, and Alex, we got like, you know, we got to meet John Reese Davies and mm. uh, went to his hotel room at the, the, the Fairmont Hotel and had this like bottle of wine ready uh, with a napkin wrapped around and we told like English gent. <laughs> um, and uh, we sat there and we talked to him for about like an hour and a half before we actually interviewed him and then the interview ended up being like two, three hours or something and we talked wow. about everything and it was so cool and uh, it's quite a, it, it can be sort of quite an intimidating character um, I mean I was sort of quite new to interviewing people then so I was sort of like terrified um but uh i mean he was absolute gen and like so uh nice to us and um i never thought i would get to meet him and then i got to meet marion as well karen allen remember she was at the fan expo a few years ago 
Oh, photo taken with her and chat with her and uh, oh, Marion is one of my favorite characters. It's yeah. too bad there was no you know strong female characters in movies any, uh, back in the day because uh, Marion mm -hmm. was a fantastic character. I mean, uh, she yes she's vulnerable, but she's an ass kicker. I mean, she's throwing punches and uh, everything else, and uh, she's just a, yeah, a, a she's great character. Yeah, one of my favorite drinking scenes in any movie is that one where the guy just like falls back drunk. I mean, he just looks genuinely drunk. It's such a great scene. <laughs> and I, I love when she's holding the medallion out in the, in the howling cold and she's yeah. like, I'm your goddamn partner. partner. Uh, <laughs> I love when Tote picks it up and it's like roasting hot and he's like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was genius too because that's how he got the imprint. That's how yeah. he. Found but not the other side. Then you have yeah, to remove yeah. some to, yeah. to honor that god or whatever, right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you must remove one cadan. Yeah, because they're digging in the wrong place. <laughs> the movie literally put me off dates. You know, bad dates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah bad dates. to eat dates. Actually, after I watch that, my mother's like, "Do you want date squares?" I'm like, mm. <laughs> "Yeah, who uses a monkey to infiltrate, man?" That's oh, awesome. That's one of the See, best again, characters. That, oh, what a great monkey. <laughs> yeah. Like that that side character, that weird angle, right? Again, that's just like you could just see that in a serial, like kind of happening. Like you have to have a certain mentality to, to create these kinds of movies. And and that's it's just gone. That's why you have these ripoff yeah. artists like uh, Mr. Abrams and, and whatever who like try to do these things and, and and they don't they love it, but they don't really understand it. They're just like, oh, I like it. So it's a lot of cool stuff happening. It's like, yeah, but you're not really getting it. Mm, yeah, it's all yeah. unearned and weird. It's, yeah. yeah, it was cool. Um, oh shit! As uh, the Lost Journal of Indiana Jones, has anybody? Oh seen wow! Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. It was kind of cool. Uh, I got to move forward here. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got uh, what's like cool artwork and things like that, and uh, wrong way yeah. maps and stuff like that. And it's just oh, cool. you know like a real journal. Yeah. So awesome. if you're you know a fan of the character, then it's awesome. Um, all right, so that's enough on Raiders. Now, I'm going to let you start off this one, J-Man, because I know this is your favorite indie movie. So yes, I love it. You have the con. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Well, I saw Temple of Doom first. It was the first movie I rented. Uh, watched it, loved it. I thought it was like just the greatest thing ever. And it's still both Raiders and Temple are in my top, like let's say, 20 films of all time. Um, I have the two read-alongs with the cassette tapes. You know, remember those read-along books mm -hmm. or whatever you flip the page? Uh, Temple of Doom, I literally like think every second of that movie is awesome because every so just like a serial every so often something new is introduced that entire beginning has nothing to do with anything it's just like this cool action scene you know with the chinese guys running around and like you know done trying to get the antidote the diamond and this is where he's like a fortune and glory guy because he's willing to trade the last remains of this emperor which are super sacred for like a diamond Right, so it's like he that that's where Indiana Jones literally doesn't care. This is an origin story before they were called origin stories. Yeah, it's a prequel. He, yeah. It's a prequel. He literally dies, like goes to hell, becomes evil, and then literally is burned, resurrected as a hero. And literally, from when he says he turns, he goes, "Yeah, all of us." <laughs> from that moment on, it is the damn best film like ever. I've not seen anything top that. Like from that moment, it's like we know we gotta get out of here. It's like yeah, all of us. And that whole entire sequence is just like 10 out of 10 crazy action. Um, I love the location of going to India. Um, I just thought like even the dinner scene, people are like, oh, you know, 
I was like, oh, this is so creepy and it's so weird. Like they're all having, they're all being nicey nice, but there's a lot of just sinister stuff going on. Um, I, I love going into the into the temple. The temple itself is the best set ever, ripping the heart out. I was just like, holy crap! Like my mind was exploding. I know PG thirteen. I don't know if it was invented for Temple of Doom. It is the hottest PG thirteen yeah. maybe it's, ever. It's such it a was trailer. invented. Like yeah. Spielberg invented this because he's like, well, I don't want to go to R, so it's like. Well, you can't invent ratings. He's like, sure, I can. I'm Steven Spielberg. I'm Steven, I can invent- Spielberg, I'm Steven Morgan Spielberg. I'm going to invent this rating. Stephen F. Spielberg. Stephen yeah. F. Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, liter- and like short round. First kid ever that I saw. Well, he was from the Goonies uh, or whatever. Or did he, was he, the, he was here first and then Goonies? I can't remember. Yeah, um, he must have been that first. First, yeah. yeah. But like, I dude, know. I was like, short round is the best, you know? And it's like, he's a kid and, 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 he, and he kicks ass and then you're a kid watching it. So usually when I'm a kid watching other kids, I usually don't like it unless the kids are doing something cool that I would consider cool. Most kids in movies didn't until short round where you're like, yeah, this kid's cool. You know, he's got it together. Um, I like Willie Scott. I think, you know, she's attractive. I know she's irritating. That's the character. I find it hilarious when she's running around and they're playing cards. And it's like, the trouble with her is the noise. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like when he grabs the statue by the boobs and he's like trying to figure out how to open it, she's like, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And I don't know. It's great. He sticks his face out. He's like, we are going to die. To die. Yeah. <laughs> he puts his hand in and he goes, no, the other right. The other right. <laughs> that was so Super gross, the cockroaches. I would never do that scene. I don't think I could ever do that scene with the bugs on me. Forget about it. I could do snakes, but not bugs. That whole sequence, like with the, the spikes coming down, is the most Indiana Jones scene ever. Yeah. I mean, it's a pure serial. Yeah. It's like, will they escape? Um, and it's just yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And this has maybe the most imaginative set pieces of the franchise. You've got the, the mine car chase, which is awesome, and then a bridge scene at the end. Um, and I'm going to be controversial here. I think Mola Ram is the best villain of the franchise. I think oh, he's yeah. just a monster. It's yeah. terrifying. There's no, there's nothing where you're like, oh, he's okay. You know, where you kind of no. like Belloc, where he was charming or whatever. This guy's not charming. <laughs> this guy's going to eat your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, oh, I got to say this. Yeah, every every there's there's a literally a serial thing every time. Like they go off the cliff in the beginning. Will they die? Will they won't? Right? It's like every single thing has something. But my, the best is when they're on the bridge, and he and he's like, oh, he puts he puts the the, the stones out to drop. He's like, drop them, Doctor Doctor Jones. They will be found. You won't. <laughs> like, um, he literally just said, go ahead, drop it. I don't, I don't care. Like, and then he's like, ah, oh, crap. And then he's like, when he cuts the rope, you're just like. Uh, this is he goes, he's no nuts, he's crazy. Laura, <laughs> <laughs> prepare to meet Kali in hell. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, literally, every moment of that movie, even now, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, and uh, John, what you? uh, so I saw Temple of Doom in the theater, uh, must have been seven. Um, and I remember being super hyped for it because I, I already knew what Raiders was, and um, I was like, oh, this is the next one, like, what the hell. And it's like it it's gotta be the the most colorful and, and best cinematography of the franchise. Um and I have to say it's probably the best score of the franchise too, because it has all the great stuff from, from the first one and also all this great like um like the Trek uh music. Even short round theme is awesome. It's like yeah, like when it turns into a hero theme where he um where, where he's on the ladder and he kills that one guy. That's awesome. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, Temple of Doom, uh, I loved it when I was a kid. Um, I remember there was a, a, a Muppet Babies episode. Uh, yes! I remember that. Like, I remember. One, of, one of the guys captures uh, Kermit and Fozzie, and Fozzie's like, um, I just remember this is a PG-13 fantasy, and we can't be here. I, I love that <laughs> line. But, um, but yeah, it was marketed to kids. Um, I didn't think it was too intense or anything. I, I thought it was awesome. It's like, you don't know what badass is, but you know, but it is badass. Right? badass. Um, and, 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 uh, and I grew up with it. Now there was a, a time when I was sort of down on the movie. Um, the dialogue is sort of weird at times, like the whole, like, uh, when you a lion tamer and, 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 and he's like, I'm allowing you to come along. Like he's trying to rhyme allowing with lion. It's, it's so <laughs> stupid. Um, you know, there's dumb things like that. Um, the whole dinner scene thing. I mean, you know, when you're brown, you're picked on for for uh, for you know, uh, smelling like curry or something like that. It's uh, I I did get kind of mad at that scene because it's sort of like you know they're so foreign. Look what they eat, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But um, I know that in the world of of Temple of Doom, it's supposed to be that they're eating that because they're 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 turned, they're bad guys. But the only problem yeah. with that is that the the um. The British guy thinks it's normal, <laughs> and so does Indy, right? So it's weird, but um, but it's still it's still neat, you know, like the 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 um all the weird like gross stuff that they eat and stuff, um, but yeah, no, it, it's it, it's it's got to be it, it toggles back and forth between this one and Rangers, which one's the best in my mind? Um, when the DVDs came out, I think that was a revelation to a lot of people because it looked even more beautiful than before. Um, there's that whole shot where where um after the kid um. Uh, returns to the the village in the beginning of the movie. Um, Indiana Jones is, is standing on some sort of knoll or hill or something, and and you see these trees in the dark in the background, and they're like lush blues and 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 purples. It's it's amazing. I didn't notice that on TV when I watched it. Um, it's just a it's a, it's a cool movie. I think it's underrated. It's, it's the only one that doesn't use the Raiders formula, and I think that makes it even better. In that he's uh, a hero of his own agency. He's, he has to retrieve something. He does it. Um, you can't use the Amy Farrell-Fowler uh, um, um, like theory on that film. Yep. Um, and they never went back to that that formula. Um, they never went back to Indy just doing something because um, he needs to, not because he has to rescue somebody or whatever. Um, and then and then um, there's a sort of ambiguous thing at the end of uh, these movies, usually where um, it seems that well, I mean, if you can't escape with that cup out of the <laughs> out of the cave, then what's the point of this whole adventure, kind of thing? Um, but in in Temple of Doom, there's no such ambiguity. It's it's a straightforward, great adventure. He rescues kids. Um, mm -hmm. It's badass. Uh, it looks beautiful. It's it's just awesome. Hey, Mr. Jerva. Um, well, going back to what we were talking about before, it was actually this movie and Gremlins is what rose the argument for PG-13 movies. Mm -hmm. And actually yeah. Red Dawn was the first PG-13 movie that came out after that because I remember this movie came out and I wanted to go see it. And my dad actually at first wasn't going to let me go see it because he had heard how more intense this movie was. So I had to like break them down. And trust me, I every day I, I, I was talking about this movie, I'm like, I can't can we go see it? Can we go see it? He's like, if I take you to see this movie and you have nightmares, that's the last time I'm going to take you to see any of these types of movies. So what's he do? He breaks down. He takes me to go see it. And I was like, I won't go see it again. I won't go see it again. I mean, I don't want to compare. Okay, I don't want to get shot here, but I, I don't. I'm, I'm going to compare this to like the Fast and the Furious because like the first one, and then each one gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. This one takes Raiders and it's bigger. It's badder. It's more intense. I mean, like I said, 
Yeah, oh, and I'm going to agree with you. Molaram is the badass villain of the whole series because this guy, he, he will he will step on a baby's neck. I mean, that's how evil this guy is. I mean, the, like we were talking about the guys in the first one, even in the third one, you know, they're just, they're just slime balls. They're just like, you know, they're, they're just like, you know, soldiers and stuff like that. This guy, this guy will beat you up and spit you out. You know, he, he's that bad. And I just remember watching this movie and I was just like with all the action set pieces and, and the mine car race and everything. And then at the end, going back to what J-Man was saying on the bridge, I love that scene. That is probably one of my favorite scenes because it just shows you how, you know, Indiana Jones is just a man, but he's 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 probably like one of the the, the bravest heroes there is because he knows he's cornered. He knows, you know, how am I going to get out of this situation? Well, let me start cutting the bridge down. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll just see. We'll just be like, frick it. We'll just see what happens. And I just remember watching it and I was like, this is probably my favorite favorite movie out of the whole series bar none i mean i love it i loved every minute of it i mean did i miss karen allen yes i did yeah you know but kim capshaw did good like in the like j-man was saying but i miss karen allen in it that was probably the one biggest thing um but in, in terms of in terms of a sequel it's like i i actually you know raiders is its own movie that's the original movie you can't really compare it because you know that that's the one that it, everything is based off of but i i'd have to say that this is one of those sequels that that you know it's it, it didn't surpass the original i don't want to say that but it definitely met it on its own terms yeah. and steve yeah so i saw this one twice in the theater um to john's point i already knew it was uh, i agree it's more intense and I was down on this movie like Sean was for a while because it wasn't Raiders. It was a far different animal and I wanted Raiders, right? It was definitely more intense. Uh, as I've gotten older, I've, I've appreciate it now a lot more than what, uh, you know, I did to the point that I wish they had continued on in that vein. Um, the scene at the beginning in the Obi-Wan club is, is great. Um, I didn't realize this till recently, but uh, the guy he was dealing with, the mobster, was Frank Dukes's Shiroshi. Uh, yeah, Sensei from uh, Bloodsport. That's awesome. Uh, I, I love the diamond and, and the whole confusion trying with the antidote and the diamond and kicking it around and that. Um, you know, I love the scene in the plane when they have to, to get out. And, like, there's a lot of lights and darks in that. And, like, the cinematography is so good. It might actually be better than Raiders, actually, when I think about it. Because the differences in locations, uh, the textures of, of things are way different. Like, you have the brightness uh, out in uh, the mountaintop and, and, and the uh, waterfall. Uh, and then you have, like, jungle. And then you have the dark mine and the temple and that. And then you're out again into the jungle. It's just, like bright dark bright dark and then inside you got the lights just throwing flames off to like the statues and that like the the lighting is is incredible the dinner scene i love i understand that you know it's not probably a, 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 it's, it's not an accurate representation of what people in india eat but i look at the uh, temple and raiders as both films that are a product of those old serials and in the old serials there was a lot of racism from what i can tell like i've watched uh i think it was batman and robin and like the villain was a chinese guy and <laughs> um you know i'm not condoning it but it is a product of the time 
Uh, I loved the trap scene. That's probably my favorite scene. I love the spikes come out and it makes the same sound that the um, the chamber did in Empire. It's a thing. Um, so I love that part. Um, and I love to, I wanted this for my office at work. I wanted the hole to stick my hand out, you know, in the <laughs> Do it now! I love that sort of thing. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's just like, it's my favorite scene. It is damn scary when hair, when Indiana Jones turns heel as a wrestling. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. super scary to me. Um, because the only guy, like, Willie Scott, God bless her, she's useless. Short round is cool, but he's just a kid. Indiana Jones is the linchpin of them saving things. And when they take him, I'm like, they're done. Like, I don't know how they're going to get out of this. Um, you know, and I hated the Maharaja kid. Like when he when he was yeah. there and he was stabbing the doll. I'm like, someone punch this kid out, man. Like, I wanted to beat the hell out of the kid, right? I was so mad at him. Uh the bridge scene. You, 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 like when he takes your takes the machete and he's got, you're like, no, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And then you're like, oh my god, like it, it's just a, uh, it's just a, a wonderful adventure. It's, it's the epitome of the adventure film to me. It's like if you're ever going to teach a kid day one adventure film, that's probably what you're going to show because it is like everything that you want in an adventure film: the thrills, the chills. Uh, the excitement, the mine car race, which you guys have already talked about, like everything. There's not, I don't have any criticism for that movie. I mean, for me, it's Raiders and it's it's Temple here. Like it's it's like right on the cusp. Yeah, it literally John like that. I, I, I don't like I love Raiders because it's the first thing I saw and it was my introduction to that. So it's my fan favorite, but like I have nothing bad to say about Temple Doom. Yeah. Let me yeah, just say that it, it's cool that like this is a prequel actually because it takes yeah. place before the last time. So that's not you know back then when they were doing sequels, you never really that was really heard of you know. So I thought yeah. that was kind of cool how like oh this is before this happened you know. So I thought that was kind of a cool thing to do with it also. And yeah. so I technically saw them in order because I yeah. saw Temple <laughs> first. So to me, it's like this is natural progression. Now he's a good guy. Now I know why yeah. the government wants to hire him and all that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the opening scene is uh, of the Temple of Doom is just like a, a nod to James Bond because he's got the tuxedo and everything on the diamonds yeah. are forever outfit and thus the diamond in the opening scene. Um, and then it was Lao Che, isn't that his name? Lao Che, yeah. Lao Che, like, yeah. Uh, goodbye, Dr. Jones. It's for <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bond. You know, he's like, he's like a kind of totally uh, blowfelt kind of woman. Uh, yeah, love that opening scene. Uh, that's great. Um, also, uh, the action scene that nobody has been talking about, though, is the conveyor belt fight. Where the yeah. guy gets like sucked yeah. under the conveyor belt, he's like, "Die, yeah. die!" <laughs> he gets like dragged under, like, <laughs> squished. Uh, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" I mean, it's a lot more brutal than uh, *Rage of the Lost Ark*. Yeah. I, mean, I remember anytime you watch it, like, how did how did this get a PG thirteen? <laughs> I mean, with the kids, they're hitting yeah. kids, and yeah. even indie punches short right, you're like. No, it, yeah. Pimp slap them across the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This was the argument for PG-13. Yeah. This is yeah. Gremlin. That summer, those two movies came out, and that's when they were like, we got to do something, you know, because people were complaining about it. So this is the one <laughs> of those movies that formed the PG-13 rating. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but Spielberg was trying to argue that it was between an, a, a PG and an R, and it wasn't. It was R. <laughs> you know. I mean, oh, wait, listen, we're, we're we're everybody's fine. You can. It's fine. <laughs> You know, come walk it off. It's funny. Kids are such losers, man. Kids can't take shit anymore. They're losers. I I saw Kari. This kid was crying. I'm like, are you for real, kid? Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, like, come on. Kid was freaking out in it. I'm like, why are you freaking out over the lack of scares? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, What's interesting is that I'm going against the green here because I rank this one third. Um, because of my hatred of Willie Scott, who is up there with like Ray Don Chong and Commando, was just the annoying, squeery female character. Uh, and I was like, you're just there to be annoying. I hate annoying characters in movies. Um, after you had Marion, who's this like strong, ass kicking yeah. woman, and you're like, Indiana Jones really doesn't have a type. Uh, you just feel bad to anybody then because she's like totally different to Marion. Um, can't stand her, I find her so annoying. Um, even when I was younger, I, f- I sometimes find Short Round annoying, um, but I've actually grown to, to like him now. And uh, I've, I've always wanted Short Round to show up again as an adult. I'd love to see like what happened. There's never any mention of like what happened to him after Temple of Doom. Um, so I was like, how about we bring him back in some way, even just in a cameo role in like, the fifth one. Uh, I-, I would love to see Short Round come back. That'd be awesome. Um, that, that, that would be cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, the action scene are good. I mean, Raiders will always be number one, but the action scenes in this are good. Um, yeah. Mola is a great villain. The score, uh, I love as well. Um, but yeah, um, f- for me, I, I rank it as like uh, one, three, two, four. Um, that's what I do. So we'll move on to the third one. Uh, the Last Crusade, which maybe should have been the last crusade of Dr. Jones. <laughs> um, and I'm going to start this one off, actually. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is my second favorite because it's got Sean Connery and as his dad, which is funny because he's only like a couple of years older than Harrison Ford. He was only like, was it nine years older than him or something? Like that? <laughs> uh, so I don't understand that he was his, his dad. You're like, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, the whole junior, uh, I, I yeah. just love that. But, um, and it's got, it does kind of feel like a retread of Raiders. Like you have another tank scene, uh, yeah. which is just similar to like the truck scene uh, in Raiders. Um, I love the banter between father and son in this. I love how Indy's always looking for his dad's approval. Uh, and that really gets explored more in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, um, which I have like the three seasons there. And uh, the first season is awful. It's like he's like nine, nine or 10 years old. Um, and I was like, who's this for? There's like no action in it. George Lucas apparently wanted it to, to be like educational. Um, and I'm like, no, we want to see Indiana Jones punching people and using his whip and you know being Indiana Jones. Um, and then it's only really good whenever Sean Patrick Flannery comes in in like season two, I think. Um, but interestingly enough, just what I remember in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles in that season one, Paul Freeman is in it, but not as Bella. He's playing somebody else. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? So, yeah, uh, <laughs> so that's a bit weird. Uh, and then I think Max von Sydow was in it as, as well. So there were some, some good uh, cast members in it. And uh, but yeah, the show itself wasn't great. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, like I said, Last Crusade. You got the Nazis back again. So it's you know saying, but Indiana Jones is best when he's fighting Nazis because you know they're just you know, the best villains, and you can hate them. And 
like I said, there's some good uh, banter back and forth between father and son. Love Sean Connery in it. But my issue with The Last Crusade is that it goes too much into farce territory. There's almost mm. too much humour in it. Uh, like Marcus is now a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Uh, where he wasn't before, he was you know intelligent, but but now you know Marcus will get lost. Once got lost in his own museum. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, and he's kind of just become an idiot. So I just thought. It was probably a deliberate move after people complained about how dark Temple of Doom was. They wanted to lighten yeah. the tone with Last Crusade, so they wanted to have some more laughs and everything. And you know, um, I, I like the, the dark tone. That was, that was not the issue for me. It was just Willie Scott, I found it on. Um, but yeah, but it was nice to have Salah back in Last Crusade as well, and the score was good as well. Um, but yeah, uh, love Connery. Uh, I, I love the relationship between a father and son, where it's, it's not an easy. A relationship and actually the guy in the young indiana jones chronicles who plays a young sean Connery, his accent is spot on the way he says <laughs> junior it's just exactly like sean connery would say it um so that's all i have to say anyway i do enjoy it and like i, I love uh it's just not all i have to say i love the scene at the end the the various uh tests he has to go through like yeah. spelling out your over and uh yeah. the penitent man will pass yeah, stepping nice. onto the path yeah love all that and uh, that's another line i quote is you have chosen poorly that's my thoughts on it so uh, john german uh, what do you think of last crusade uh, just going back to like like what you said, just being a softer, lighter tone than the, the second one. This one's PG thirteen, where the second one was PG. So I I find that kind of funny to this day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but thing, I'm gonna you said it all, and like you know you can't beat Sean Connery. I mean, and teaming those two up was like gold, and they just have a lot of great scenes together. Was it a lot like the first one? Yeah, but I you know I I, I was on board and I loved it. And and again, Harrison Ford, he's one of my favorites. He's one of my all time favorites, and like just just watching the two and i love the ending where he's like we named the we named the dog indiana i mean that's just the greatest line ever, you know? <laughs> so um i mean it is what it is like i said like for me i go like i said one and two and then three is right after it but um it's just it's just that because, like I said, it is kind of like the first one, but even with Sean Connery in it, and then like the Nazis are back and everything, it's like I, I would have liked, you know, like like something different in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But again, it didn't kill it for me. But I did like the Holy Grail aspect. I'm like, ooh, this is interesting, you know, because it's kind of you know, like first we had the Ark, you know, now it's like, ooh, now we're going after the Holy Grail. And it's like, and I like the and I like the ending where he's going through the tests and everything. And it's just, it's just got that kind of mysticism to it. And it, it just, mm -hmm. you know, especially when you're a kid watching this stuff, that's some cool shit that you're watching up there. And again, it just sparks with your imagination and it just turns it on. And it, like I said, you know, I can't say it enough. It's just adventure. It's just adventure, pure and simple. And it's just fun. It's just fun times. That's all it mm -hmm. is. Yeah, it's, it's got something which uh, I, I mentioned quite a lot. There's something that's missing in a lot of movies today is a sense of wonder. Uh, yes. where you're like, oh wow, that's so cool. You know, I love, you know, I would love to be able to do that or, or whatever else. And very rarely these days you, you say that, you're like, oh, that sucks. Uh, which is my opinion on most things. But, uh, Stephen, your opinion. Um, so I saw this one twice in the theater. And it's funny because uh, this one in Temple of Doom sort of, Temple of Doom went up and this one went down. And I loved it as a kid. 
now that I'm older, I, I watch it a little bit differently. Um, I don't think it follows the serial formula that uh, the first two did. You can definitely even tell, like, this is where the cut would be. And it's like, next week, will they survive? Like, this one doesn't really fall that. It's just a movie, and it seems it's taken a departure from its roots, which I I kind of feel now. Um, the parts I do like, I still like. I love the beginning, right? Like through the on the train and all that, and and with the lines and all. I think that's great. Sean Connery, Sean Connery. He can't do any wrong. I don't care what movie he's in. It's Sean Connery. Uh, I love the line where he he he's like, uh, "You didn't bring the diary back." He's like. He looks at him, he's like, oh, he's like, I should have given it to the Marx Brothers. I love that. I'm sort of thinking of what, what that movie with the Marx Brothers. Of, hey, I got the journal. What am I going to do with it? So um, I love that. You know, I like going through the catacombs in Italy because I just like the historical part of that. And and the, the final trials are the final trials are awesome. I still repeat to this day, only dependent man will pass. You know, yeah. I, you know, like people were like, well, what do I got to do? It's like only dependent man will pass. So, um <laughs> I love all of that, um, but it is too much of a retread. There's too much farce. Indiana Jones is mean at certain points for no reason. He snaps at Sally. He's like, I said uh, 10 horses. Those are 12 horses. Can't you count? I'm like, who pissed in your cornflakes, man? <laughs> like, he's taken on that big giant guy in Raiders who, like, with the with the helicopter blade near him and all this stuff, but, like, he gets pissed off because Sala just brought more horses. Like, that's kind of weird. Um, he just seems like grumpier, um, you know, and I don't think the villains are particularly strong. I have no use for Ilsa. Um, I, 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 I didn't like Willie Scott, but I, I've grown to appreciate what they were trying to do with her, where she was like, you know, when they're in that trap and it's like, we got to rely on Willie Scott to get us out. It's like, oh my God, you know, that sort of thought like she, but she, she comes through and George that's Arpings, really, yeah. she has this strength about her that isn't obvious marion was a very obvious strength whereas willie was more of a hey i'm if i'm pushed i'm going to do the job in this one it's like oh let's just make the girl a villain and i'm like eh, i don't care um julian glover uh is it julian glover glover julian glover yeah yeah he's, he's okay but like he's not present he's just yeah. a guy and he just picks the wrong chalice and dies i'm like uh, uh okay it's not even cool like um what happened to Belloc in the first one. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that he picked a chalice and he drank it. And it's like, Hey, that's a simple carpenter's cup. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's certain elements of it. I love the blimp for some reason, like having the blimp there was cool. Um, so there's a lot of cool elements, but definitely didn't feel like Indiana Jones and definitely is my third favorite of the series. Uh, this is where it started to go down a bit for me. I mean, it went down a little bit, and then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull cratered. Um, <laughs> so that's me in uh, Last Crusade. Yeah. J-Man. Uh, okay, so I saw Last Crusade in the theater, of course. Um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Um, the thing is, I don't like comedy at the expense of the hero. And like, mm -hmm. I thought I was Indiana Jones. Like I wanted a hat. My, my friend, Jason, his father has an Indiana Jones hat. It actually says Indiana Jones of the brim. Like, so as soon as Sean Connery came in, it's like junior. And we named the dog Indiana. I'm like, Oh, this sucks. Mm -hmm. I, I, I hate Sean Connery in this movie. Like badly. I, 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 all he does is pick on Indiana Jones. I'm like, Oh, 
and, and I told, and, and then it just, I almost just checked out. Like, it's okay. There's some good parts with it, like the adventure and all that. And I don't know. I wanted something new. It's like, this looked like Raiders. Even at that younger age, I was like, this is just like Raiders. Like, what is this? Like, I wanted every movie to be completely different from each other, where it's like, it's Indiana Jones is the same. He meets new guys that we haven't seen before. He's teamed up with new guys we haven't seen before. I'm like, this is just, it just felt a bit lazy. I'm like, oh, this is the same thing. The grail. Okay. It's the grail. And I'm like, what is he going to be immortal now? Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, it, it's okay. But the serial stuff was definitely gone. I noticed that too. I'm like, there's no big cliffhanger parts. Um, I didn't notice that as a kid, but I noticed it when I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, just, I don't, I love Sean Connery. I, I, I think he's great, but I just, in this movie, he's just harping on indie all the time. I'm like, eh, and they're tied up together. And he's like, well, you should, you know, the, 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 the diary. I'm like, well, Indiana Jones is trying to save you. Like, what's your problem? Like, that literally every time he's angry at Indiana Jones, I'm defending Indiana Jones. Um, I almost felt like he was attacking me. I don't know. I just like, I had this weird connection. I'm like, wow, I didn't do anything. So I don't know. I can admire the the merits of the movie. Like, there's like good stuff or whatever going on. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just can't. It's like Indiana Jones was like the best. He always knew what to do. He was always, you know, like he could always get out of a situation if he needed to. He had help sometimes. Okay, fine. But like, it's just, I don't know. Sean Connery just like talks down to him the whole movie, like the whole, whole, whole movie. And I just wanted Indiana Jones to punch his dad and be like, dad, you know, shut your mouth. Like, what did you, what have you done? You haven't done shit. You've been sitting on your ass all this time. It's like, I friggin' got the grail or I've got the, the arc. I got the, the, the stones. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't see Sean Connery do anything. I just saw him come in and make fun of the hero. I don't know. That's just my take. I know it's a hot take and people love this movie, but, and I think it's great. I bought it on VHS and I bought it on DVD and I bought it on Blu-ray and I got it on 4k. Just like all the other Indiana Jones movies. Uh, you know, uh, it, so I, I still like it. I'll, I still like it. I'm just, to me, it's like Raiders and Temple. And then it's like, yeah, Indi- like last crusades here. And a lot of people I had a big fight with another who's not on this thing. Cause that's his favorite. Someone, it was one of my friends. That's his favorite more than Raiders. And uh, I don't know if you people, yeah, it's like their favorite. And I'm like, okay, it, you know, I don't know. And it's not dark. It was too too funny. And it's like, where's all the grossness? Like, I wanted to see melting stuff, you know, b- bugs and, you know. The, the rats are okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the rats are okay. They're okay. It's still cool. I, I'm, I'm just being a little bit more negative just because, just, just, to, just to, you know, just to be a little bit opposite uh, everybody. <laughs> you also said that Indy always knows, well, always has a plan or whatever. But in Raiders, he says, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And then he actually fails in Raiders of the Lost Ark and that's yeah. the thing is that he doesn't like win. Um, you know, the, yeah. the arc ends up in area fifty one or wherever it is. Uh, yeah, I know. Is, uh, it's man. kind of be- yeah, beyond his control. I don't know. It's just that the, this is a character who's like making fun of the other character and it's like uh, why are you making fun of Indiana Jones? Like to me it just makes him seem out of at, after a certain point you're like, yeah, maybe Indiana Jones is useless. And he doesn't prove that he's that great in this one either. It's just like I don't know. I don't yeah. know, that's just my take on it. <laughs> Sean, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I saw it in a theater too. Uh, I liked it when it came out. Um, it's the new Indiana Jones. You know, I remember those, those uh, the trailers for it. Like the teaser was uh, behind the scenes, which I'd never seen before in a teaser, where it's like they're they're plunking down their their uh, their chairs and it goes Indiana Jones four or whatever. Uh, that was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, w- when it came out, there's a lot of hype around. I remember the Coke commercial with with. Um, like the the girl trying to choose between diet coke yeah. and some other thing yeah. and like, oh, yeah. choose wisely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of hype. Uh, um, when it came out, I thought it was great, and 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 the um the ending is awesome. Uh, all that stuff um yeah, that's was cool. great. 
and it it, it sort of uh, picks it up actually. Um, but uh, as I as I revisit over and over, um, one thing that's weird about this movie it's ILM, but the, some of the special effects are not yeah, terrible yeah. at that time. Like um, when they're in the uh, the plane, mm-hmm. and um, oh. you can see mat lines around things. I'm yeah. like, this is what happened here. Um, mm-hmm. All the animatronic animals um, can kiss my ass. They're terrible. Like <laughs> all, all the ones in in in, in that that train are so. Yeah. I don't know if they're supposed to look bad or. Or they're supposed to look like plastic. I don't know. Um, yeah, and there's not a lot of action. I, and and it's funny because uh, there was a documentary around that time where um, they're like uh, Spielberg had um, misgivings, and 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 it's like Steven Spielberg's like, um, yeah, I watch it, and there's there's not a lot of action, so we had to do reshoots. I'm like, no shit, dude. Like I noticed this myself. But yeah, he even he admits um, there there wasn't a lot going on. There's a lot of funny stuff. Um, Marcus is completely ruined in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I got, I dug this out. They made further adventures of Indiana Jones uh, from '83 to '86, Marvel Comics, and I guess they figured it was going to be a good comp- companion piece to Star Wars. And um, in that, Marcus is a badass. Like he's kind of like a gentleman badass. Like you know, he's still like you know a refined dude, but like he's always got a gun on him, and he's you can rely on him in a pinch. He's great, and there's, those are supposed to be um, canon, apparently, because I, I looked right. it up, and like apparently in Lucasfilm has always said they're canon, but um, but in 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 um in uh, Last Crusade, like he's just he's terrible. They're all like you know they're all bad, mm-hmm. um, and I don't. I mean, you notice it more and more. Uh, some people, I guess, who grew up with it probably think it's great, but um, I don't think all those flaws capsize it for me. I think it's still part of the solid trilogy to me, but it's um, it's the lesser, and it's not the one I pop in the most mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, well, yeah it's, it's funny. I, I only watch one and three. Like I, I never watch two, and I probably yeah. never will watch four ever. <laughs> um, but uh, interesting enough, I didn't see the Last Crusade in the cinema. Um, I remember I was living in Blainfield at the time. I was more interested because Batman was out that year, wasn't it? And I think Batman yeah. stole the thunder yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, and I think nobody cared about Indiana Jones that, that year because I know I didn't. Um, and uh, we eventually watched it. We like rented it on VHS and watched it. And, you know, uh, we enjoyed it. But um, I think also I will have a personal softness for it because Sean Connery is a Scot, and you know, <laughs> yeah. we're patriotic, and you know, he's our boy. He's one of us. So. Uh, yeah, but um, I noticed that when our last time I watched it, I was like, wow, these effects are terrible. And it's like the worst effects of the series until four. Um, but yeah, when you watch it now, it really takes you out of it, unfortunately. And at the time, um, they could, it's not like you're watching something from 1989 and saying, well, it's 1989 effects. Mm-hmm. No, at the time, they could have done a lot better than that. I've seen better before that movie. So I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, it was like a year or two later, Terminator 2 came out. And, you know, look at those visual effects. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I guess everything about um, The Last Crusade. Does anybody else have anything want to add on The Last Crusade? Well, let me, let me just say one thing that then I got to I gotta cut out so I won't be able to talk about oh, the okay. one. But I, I just want to <laughs> okay. say, like, isn't it amazing how, like, what kind of franchise this is because we're talking about how much like the third one isn't as good but you know like j man saying i still bought it on vhs i still bought it on dvd <laughs> i still bought it on blue i still bought you, you you still buy them though because it's yeah. still indiana jones i mean mm. that speaks volumes 
about what kind of franchises is even when it's not the greatest you're still like yeah that's fine it's indiana jones and and and, and, and you always buy the, the the latest edition of it and that speaks a lot to steven spielberg to harrison ford and everybody you know that was involved with the franchise it's just it's just awesome i mean not many movies that you don't like that you'll you know you'll buy on each <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah. so and then just that's all i wanted to say and i mean like i said th this is you know it's my childhood and like you know this is you know the star wars and this is you know one of my first experiences going into the movies and you know this is before i discovered like hardcore actually like chuck norris you know and all that stuff <laughs> this is when you know the, the, this is this is i want to call it like my innocent time you know because like this the, these action movies were, were just were just everything to me and like you know superman it was superman star wars and indiana jones when I was <laughs> <laughs> amen yeah so with yeah, that, and I think good night. Have fun talking right. about number four. All right, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll probably see you Friday. Yeah, right, you will. Care. I will be there, sir. All see right, you then. Easy. Cheers. And I, I wanted to point out too that like we're talking Indiana Jones versus Indiana Jones. Yeah. We're not talking about Last Crusade versus any other garbage movie that came out, right? Like, <laughs> we're, ta we're talking like Raiders and Temple of Doom are ten out of ten for me. Perfect films changed my life and like formed me in a way that gave me an interest in history and archaeology. I, I literally watched them undig tombs on like history channel. I will throw that on. You know what I mean? So when we're talking 10 out of 10, when I sell Oscar said, I'm like, Oh, this is maybe like a seven. You know what I mean? Like yeah. within the yeah. Indiana Jones films, right? Yeah. If you say last crusade versus whatever else came out, you're like, well, yeah, obviously last crusade, you know, that it was like my second favorite movie of the year after Batman. So yeah. you know, yeah. I'm just talking about this versus Raiders, this versus temple. Uh, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, this is fun. Yeah, I like yep. a bit of debate, so this is all good. But now <laughs> we can come to let's see. <laughs> Part four. Do not go in there. <laughs> the, uh, let's wait to see what I think of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is for, for me it's unwatchable. Um oh, I wow. hate I hate like nearly everything about it. Uh it literally lost me. As soon as the CG gophers came up in the opening scene, I was like, what is this? Are they going to talk? Are they going to fucking talk? Uh, I was waiting for the gophers to talk. And then you've got nuking the fridge. Wow. Oh, my God. And then you got the stupid CG jungle chase. And then, oh, oh, my God. I hate everything about this movie. Does anybody have anything good to say about this movie before I rant? I, uh, um, <laughs> we all went together. Did we all go, the three of us? Yeah, we all went. Oh, no. oh Steve wasn't with her? No, no, I okay, wasn't so with you guys. There's like a hundred people with us, though. Jamie. <laughs> there was a lot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I, I don't despise this movie. Um, to me, it's you know, it, it's like okay, you watch, you're like, yeah, that was okay, I guess. But like, there wasn't anything that stood out as being awesome, and yeah. and 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 most. So it was either just okay or not that great. Whereas Last Crusade still had a lot of really good stuff and a couple of things I don't like. This had nothing really great and nothing that I loved and. It was just like, eh, like I don't care about. I know they brought uh, Marion uh, Ravenwood back, but like, why? It's like yeah. uh, Shia LaBeouf. I, why? I, I I don't know. Why is the time period now? Because well, they have to age Harrison Harrison Ford was age, so we have to make up the reason. I, I don't know. There's nothing else really going on. The CGI stuff. What's her face? Kate Blanchett. Like I don't care really. I don't care about her. I wasn't throwing up in the theater. I just walked around like, oh, yeah, I don't know. You know no. the, the, the Crystal Skull. I, I think it's neat that they're doing like a Mayan thing. That's kind of cool. I liked, 
I like the idea that they're tackling other, um, I don't want to say mythologies or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like science fiction, uh, science other fiction, cultures other, and other cultures. Yeah. Like I was thinking like, are they going to do a Viking thing? Like maybe some sort of Thor's hammer, like, you know, he's going to go after the Mjolnir or something. Like I, I, I started to think like, this is going to be really open concept. So I, I don't mind that. It's like the crystal skull mind thing, aliens thing. Cause you know, that's a thing and that's fine. But it just kind of went a little bit, too, a little bit too bonkers <laughs> at the end. Where you're like, um, this is like becoming a bit st- like Star Wars. Like, what happened here? Like, it, yeah, I don't know. It just a little bit. This is a little bit too far. Dial it back. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, the jungle thing. Oh dear God. You're also, like, what, like, what is going on? Like during that jungle chase, Marion is, is like driving along, and she's like. She's like smiling and laughing as he's like yeah. doing all this, and you're like, "There's absolutely no sense of threat in this movie whatsoever." She's right. smiling and enjoying herself with a fucking god awful green screen background, which is never convincing. Oh my god! And then you got Shia with swinging with monkeys. <laughs> yeah, that's so silly. The yeah, monkeys are terrible too. Yeah. It's funny they, they, they blew all their money on those prairie dogs because they look. <laughs> the monkeys are terrible. <laughs> I mean, I like the cinematography. That's about it. Like I, I like this is this is starts start starts being not a you know at some point it it's like this is not only not a good Indiana Jones film this is just not a good film it's just a terrible movie yeah. like it it's like Ray Living's what's his name Ray Living uh, Ray Winston oh Winston oh Ray Winston yeah okay yeah, yeah. Oh, like what was his character about? changes his side decide 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 I'm like what is going on. Marion Ravenwood coming back had no impact, and that was almost tragic. She was no; she might as well have been the wallpaper. Kate Blanchett, I'm like, is is she in a different movie? Like, she thinks she's in a different movie. She thinks she's in a good movie because she's like, she's got the Russian accent, and she's trying to be all commanding. But I'm like, it's it's not working. Um, Shia LaBeouf is literally unwatchable. He is so annoying in this film. I can't even begin. First of all, Mutt Williams, I want to punch him as soon as I heard his name. Yeah. He he literally acts just like an entitled, spoiled, hip brat. I cannot literally I mean it when when the Fedora blew off Indiana Jones's hat and he went to pick, I was like, please God, have yeah, anything there. Have the arc <laughs> reopened, something happened and stopped this. And luckily he didn't pick it up. Mm-hmm. Right. But I was like, my God. But I think and Sean will talk to us more, but there's no traps. There's nothing. There's no, no threat. Trap. There's zero. There's like, he's dream walking through Peru and he sees hey, and the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? I don't understand anything. William Hurt. No, William. Yeah. John Hurt. John Hurt, why is he even in it? Yeah. Marion's daffy dad. I'm like, and he was mentioned. Abner Raven in, yeah. in the first one. I'm like, what a disappointment. This guy's like, he's a, he's comic relief. I'm like, and you got John Hurt. This is like insulting. It It is just like by the end, the aliens leave. And I'm kind of like, just take the writer, director, and everyone else with you and don't come back. Like, it's just, it was awful. Yeah. Um, the only scene, there's one scene I like in the entire movie, and uh, which feels like Indiana Jones, not some motorbike chase. Mm. Uh, which is like halfway through or everything like they're driving the more bike through a library and, yeah. and everything and, yeah i mean it, it's not amazing but it's the only thing that feels like indiana jones everything else just looks like a piss poor video game 
uh, <laughs> and of, of all of them, like even the, the original three movies, none of them have dated the way this one has. I mean, it was dated yeah. even at the time. <laughs> Just watching oh, it, and I was like, oh. And you know, reminding us that yes, Indiana Jones is old. Like he's like, oh, that used to not hurt, and blah blah blah. I'm like. All you're reminding me of is this movie should never have been made. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think this and part, um, I think Last Crusade and this movie are forced. Um, obviously, they're made just to like try and do something else with indie or like cash in and get more money. But this movie, especially, is, is a super forced movie. It's like, I don't know, let's do another one. How old is he? Fine. This is the 50s. Uh, can't do Nazis anymore, commies. Like it, it's, you know, um, it, it's kind of um, tragic in that. Uh, well, right, I may or may not be looking at the uh, the City of the Gods script, uh, w which was written by um, Frank Darabont. That was the original uh, mm -hmm. version of this movie, and the aliens make sense in that. And there's no mutt. Um, there's still a fridge though. <laughs> but, but, uh, but 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 the um, the whole alien thing was a lot like. Um, um, last crusade and that there's a there's a whole test that the alien um puts on like indy and these two other villains and like giving them everything they want and everything and he siphons off of that and becomes stronger and everything and indy has to kill that alien before it gets out into the world and 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 um takes advantage of everyone else and uh so he does that so he's a hero in that one and it's not uh, a situation where the aliens kill all the 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 Commie people and then like fly off with all the evidence. It's like you know they just basically like take care of the the situation themselves in that movie. Um, I don't know. I, I I saw I hated this movie. Um, when we saw it in the theater, like I despised it, and um and I saw it again when I got on Blu-ray, and it's not as bad when I watch on Blu-ray. I think because the shock is gone. <laughs> um, but, but um. But to me, yeah, there, there's no reason. It's sort of like, I, I mean, all of the reasons why I think this movie shouldn't have been made are the reasons why I think this next one shouldn't be made. It's okay to let this fade. Um, you know, our generation loves it, and it, it continues to um, to uh, influence. I mean, I just told you that, like, that Tomb Raider movie is Raiders. <laughs> it's like, it's the same freaking thing, and no one will ever admit that, but... Um, I think it's a little sad looking into the future that um, honestly, and, and I, I don't, I think this is even in the States, but at least here um, you can't find any of these movies to, to stream. Um, it's not even on Disney plus uh, the comics are all out of print. Um, I've got out of print omnibuses of, of, of uh, further adventures of Indiana Jones and the dark horse comics that you can't get anymore. And you can't find it um, digitally either, which is weird. So for, for whatever reason, it, it's getting harder and harder to find Indiana Jones. Um, I think if you're a kid who grew up with parents that loved it, then you probably know it. But, um, but it's hard for you to find if you don't know anything about it. Um, but back to part four, I, I, um, it's, it's okay. It, it's, it, I, it, it's, it's actionless. Um, it's it's uh, sort of trapless, as you said, Stephen. Uh, every so often, no, it's more um, national treasure than Indiana Jones because there's a lot of traipsing around and and mm -hmm. and lurking around different um, old areas and stuff. Um, Last Crusade sort of starts that, but this one continues that. It's like there, there's a lot of lurking, but there's not a lot of punchy punchy, and there's not a lot of <laughs> uh, of actions and traps and. Um, uh, to to cleverly and resourcefully like evade um 
it's less and less Indiana Jones. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of dreading this part five. I don't think anyone wants this, but no. um, because of and probably because of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I'll say one thing about the aliens. I don't mind that because to me, if you like um like ancient like weird history and stuff like that, um ancient aliens is totally a part of that. Like, I mean, chariots of the gods and all that stuff. Like it's totally a part of that world. So I'm fine with Indy dealing with something that has to do with like, um, aliens that affected history somehow. And like looking after the crystal skull is a thing. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. I just don't like the way they handled it. They had a better way, but Spielberg and, and Lucas's egos are way too big. So you got what you got where the aliens just fly off and everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, this is the Amy Farrah Fowler argument. It is the alien. Yeah. This is the one yeah. that she's talking and, about. And, and as I said before, it, it is standing a around. formula like copy to hell to the point where they don't even know what they're doing anymore. Mm. Um, so, uh, it, yeah, it is still the formula of like, there's someone Indy has to rescue and that's why he's pulled into the mission. Um and then he finds the thing, but then at the end, there really is no reason for India to have been there, you know, um, because the, the aliens just take it. It's like, hold my beer. And they, they do everything themselves. So <laughs> it's, you know, and, and I like the original script and that Indy does stuff at the end to, to save the world and to, uh, to affect things. Right. Yeah. He, he's working on his own agency and, 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 um, and he's a hero, but, uh, but in the movie, like you spend a lot of money on all that crap, and I don't know why. I don't know if they thought they were being smarter than Darabont or something. I don't know, but um, but it's it's dumber. Uh, it disrespects the franchise and it disrespects the character. Mm -hmm. I read a script a few years ago to one in which it never got made, and uh, I can't remember what it was called. But Noah's Ark was the MacGuffin, uh, and I was like, that's more like it because I like it to be more religious artifact. That's what it was supposed to be mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Um, and, and what's funny is that the alien thing bothers me less because judging by the news recently that's probably the most realistic of all the stories after <laughs> we'll see what the Pentagon <laughs> says on Friday with uh, the UFO report they're about to yes. release because yeah. uh, we know that you know, there are in fact real and nobody seems to be caring but uh, nothing I'm conspiracy I'm a lizard guy. person the dark horse comics um tread on a lot of the stuff that people wanted like there's a spirit of destiny story and there's an yeah. atlantis story and all that um and i always thought just take one of those comics and adapt it like yeah. i i you know you've these. got the media right yeah yeah or those yeah. books i never read those books i'd love to but they're, oh, they're really they're good cheap Philosopher's online, stone. yeah 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 uh, there's Philosopher's one. Stone, yeah. uh where is it yeah you mean not the source really called? I thought this one. Uh, is this? I can remember, but this was um, involving Nazis again. But Indiana Jones and the Hollow Earth, and I love anything about theory. And I was like, Hollow Earth or Shangri La or something. I want to see yep. something like that in Indiana Jones film. So yeah, yeah. I'm wondering what I'm interested with in this fifth one is that it's being filmed in Scotland. So, um, probably Angus in the Highlands or something. So, I'm wondering if it's going to go into some Celtic history or uh, something like Stonehenge. that. Yeah, Stonehenge. Yeah. So, I'm intrigued yeah. to see where they go with it um, and what the MacGuffin is. I hope it's something, you know, a bit more belongs in a museum. Stonehenge um, is going in this story, actually. <laughs> it's a portal to another dimension. But anyway, yeah. Well, I do have to say that. Mads Mickelson's in it and like yeah. Mads Mickelson can 
not do any wrong. I Correct. mean, even when he's in a terrible movie, he's usually good. Um, I saw the, the Clash of the Titans remake recently, and it's still, it wasn't as terrible as I remember it being, but still nowhere near as good as the, the original. Like, it's not even in the same, like, area code. But I'm like, damn, Mads is even good in this, and this movie isn't that great. Um, so I have hope for that. I just, I don't know why we, we're, we're bringing, you know, we're digging him up again. I, is Spielberg even directing this one? No, James Mangold is directing it, and he directed Logan uh, and 310 to Yuma. So I'm kind of intrigued because he's a good director, but. My God, that's what, like, it's all, I, you know, I hate to say this, but it's like, they got a real director. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I haven't liked a Spielberg way. film in years, to be honest. I mean, the last Spielberg film I liked was probably a No Jurassic Park. <laughs> Ready for I think Spielberg was, was bored by Indiana Jones, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like after, because he he carries on and on about uh, how he hates uh, Temple of Doom and, and it's yes. not left work and all that stuff. It's like, well, dude, us who grew up with it, we love it, so shut the fuck up. It, yeah. You know, like goddamn, and I and if you hate it, then why'd you do it? Like, what yeah. are you doing? And and I think he said in the past too that he only does the uh, Indiana Jones movies as a favor to his friend Lucas, um, as if to say like, I, otherwise I wouldn't do it because I don't I don't care about this anymore. <laughs> but it's like if you don't care, then then all you're doing is a disservice to us because mm -hmm. it, it's like it shows that you don't care. It's like a, the Crystal Skull shows that you don't give a crap, right? So, yeah. so it's good that he's stepping aside. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm intrigued. Obviously, I'll be there. Opening, I'm going to probably see it maybe a couple of times, unless it's awful. Um, but Mads Mikkelsen being in it, I was like, okay, that's that's definitely a plus point. And James Mangold he tends to do more thoughtful movies. So yeah. I thought, like, okay, well maybe. Well, I'm not expecting the serial type thing, but they might go for a more thoughtful version of Indy where maybe he's going to be more of a mentor character, uh, probably to a young female lead. Um, and Because I, I know there is one, I can't remember who it is. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I'm intrigued by it. But I mean, Harrison Ford is 78, and he literally just like damaged his shoulder during a fight scene today. Yeah, just now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Harrison, you're badass and everything, but I do really want to see a 78 year old having fight scenes with people, and we're supposed to believe that he could win in a fight? Uh, I, I mean, he managed to do it in Blade Runner 2040. That is true. Uh, yeah, he, he punched Ryan Gosling in the face for real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, these serial guys have to go through a lot, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys watch my Crimson Ghost yeah, review or whatever. They're, they're my god it's like every room that these people enter gets obliterated like <laughs> like what I, that's what i want to see man yeah. i want to see big huge muscle guys and indiana jones punches them and beats and then they're like you punch me a few times that's nothing and they beat the crap out of him and then he beats them like where what happened to that yeah. i want freaking people beating the crap out of yeah, each but other then they're beating up a, like an 80 year old exactly <laughs> oh, I don't want that. <laughs> He's just gonna shoot everybody. It'll be, like, it'll be like it'll be like later. shoot everybody that comes by. Yeah. <laughs> is he gonna be a hippie? You, is Indiana Jones gonna do the piece? Uh, you think he'd be a hippie at this point? Or? I, I thought it was supposed. There's gonna, there's gonna be some de aging, right? Because uh, I thought it was supposed to take place between the 30s and the 60s. So I guess it's an adventure that goes through the decades. Um, and if that's the case, 
there might be Disney de-aging technology uh, oh. the younger. And, 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 and if they do it well, then everyone's going to ask, why couldn't you just do the whole movie like this? Well, I mean, <laughs> the problem, though, isn't just his face. So, like, have you heard Harrison Ford lately? Yeah. Like, ah, nah. I'm like, <laughs> did you swallow some razor blades? What the hell happened to you, man? Get off my lawn. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally like the grumpy old man now. Like, if, yeah. Walter, if Jack Lemmon was still alive, him and, and Harrison Ford would be making movies together, right? The, uh, on the set of uh, what was it? Um, it was the first uh, of this new trilogy, um, uh, Force Awakens. Like the the door to the Millennium Falcon fell on his ankle yeah. or something broke it or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, time to retire, Harrison. Yeah. All these amazing real. Disney uh, craftsmen. Never happened in the other Star Wars movies, assholes. No. Anyway, <laughs> they don't just destroy storylines; they destroy We're using <laughs> practical effects. <laughs> it's like, uh, Mr. Ford, are you okay? Like, like Jabba's palace was a, a, all one giant practical effect. No yeah. one ever got injured. Like, what the hell's your Disney problem, man? Well, anyway. well I, I, I think the, the story is that it, with modern day Disney, even the actors aren't safe anymore. So, no, yeah, I think I've said before. I can't remember it to you guys. Maybe I was drunk, probably, but. <laughs> I always wanted to see Dennis Quaid play Indiana Jones' long-lost brother because imagine yeah. it would just be uh, 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 and you just be like <laughs> snarling at each other because it's like who's more gruff and growly sounding now. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of reminded me of like I two mean, zombies. If, man, if Dennis Quaid showed up and started to have a conversation with Harrison Ford in this movie, I just burst out laughing. I just yeah. feel like I don't even understand every word. It'd be like every fifth word would be like grunting. No, uh, but yeah, I mean the, the whole expanded universe of the, these books is always really cool. And uh, the White Witch, this one was quite cool because I think it's, some of this was in Scotland. Yeah, it's all about Wicca and stuff like that. But it's like there, there's so many more interesting storylines they could have told and what they did. And I wish they'd actually done more movies, like whenever Harrison Ford was in his prime. Like it was such a long break between The Last Crusade and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And I was like, couldn't you have done, you know, just like a couple more in the 90s or, or something? I would have loved to have seen more adventures of Indiana Jones. There, there were so many more things you could have done. Um, like mm -hmm. The Fountain of Youth. The Fountain of Youth was in one of them, wasn't it? And that was in yeah. the scripts. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, well, that would work better. It's like, you know, why couldn't they do more with Luke Skywalker? Well, you know, let's wait 16 years and, <laughs> yeah. and make a new Have trilogy. Of milk. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and then not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, kill, and kill a kid or wanting to kill a kid, even though his father, he saved his father. But anyway. Yeah. But, Anyways. Uh, those those we won't go into that here. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, good job, Disney. Um, so we'll see if Disney manages to destroy Indiana Jones as well. But it was already destroyed, really, before they came along with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So we'll see. I think um, too, like what I was saying before about those movies, I suspect that those movies are are still Paramount or something. Like they're yeah. not. It's so sort of like the 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 Star Wars movies um, before Disney are Lucasfilm still or. Either Lucasfilm or like Fox distributing or something. Oh, actually, Fox is under Disney now, so psh. yeah. But mm. I think I, I don't think they're fully owned by by Disney. You're right, only ones they make, right? So yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, I just thought of that because I was like, wait a minute, they're not Disney movies. It's Paramount logo at the start, and 
Mm. Uh, yeah, there might be some kind of deal or whatever. But yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, but this will be like maybe they want to. They've always wanted to make an Indiana Jones movie, so it'll be their own Indiana Jones, and from there they can thunderball it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> if they really had to, um, but uh, but yeah, it's we'll see what happens. Um, I'd be surprised if younger people care. Uh, yeah. Because as I said, like I don't know how, how this legacy is carrying forward uh, without parents at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's strange. Um, I, I don't really know the thinking behind it. I mean, nobody's thinking, oh, you know, what? I really wish they'd do another Indiana Jones film just so you know we can see him again. I was like, yeah, I love the character. He's like my favorite character. It's like Indiana Jones and James Bond are my two favorite movie characters uh, ever, and. You know, as much as I love Indiana Jones, you know, I could live without seeing a new movie. I mean, judging how awful the last one was, then I'm not expecting this one to be much better. But I have hope because of the director, because James Mangold, he doesn't really use that much CGI in his movies. No, he directed the the Wolverine. Yes, uh, to the Wolverine and Logan. Uh, awesome so he tends to prefer characters over you know big cg set pieces and whatever so i'm hoping it can go back to feeling a bit more real although you know there's always a supernatural aspect but i want to see the more practical effects and look less like a video game than crystal skull did um so yeah we'll, we'll see what they do with it but uh has anybody i know we're not big gamers but has anybody ever played any of the indiana jones video games yeah yeah uh, the nintendo ones yeah 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 there's one i had shit i can't remember what it was called Infernal Machine or something? That one? There's, there's that one. No, uh, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I had that. Yeah, it was yeah. super hard. Uh, in fact, I just stopped playing it. I just kept, I couldn't get past this one level. And I was like, <laughs> uh, and that was it. And I've never played it again since. <laughs> that, that was it. Uh, but yeah, I remember that was quite cool. Um, Does anyone remember the uh, uh, Harrison Ford's appearance on uh, Chronicles of Young Indiana Jones? Yes. No. Where he it was it was a terrible episode, but it's about uh, the birth of the blues. So mm -hmm. yeah, uh, so get Harrison Ford. In. But anyway, uh, Harrison Ford is with some Native Indian dude, and um, and they're being chased. I can't remember why. And um, I remember at the time when I was a kid, I was excited. I was like, "Oh, this is the Indiana Jones I want to see. This mm -hmm. is awesome!" And they played the theme. Um, it seemed more action. Uh, when YouTube, what, I found it on YouTube a few years ago and watched it. I was like, wow, this is terrible. It, it's it's um, cheap television crap. Um, and he has a beard in it. I think it's the only time he's worn a beard as Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, towards the end, the, the bad guys come into his cabin or whatever, and then he punches a few of them. And they leave. I can't. I can't remember why. And then he he plays a like a flute or something, and it causes an avalanche or something <laughs> like that. I, I can't. It's, it's really dumb. And then they played the Indiana Jones music, and I'm like, oh, the Indiana Jones music. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like I'm a cheap pop when it comes to that yeah. Indiana. Yeah. That's what we want to hear. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's it was weird. I think it was the only time he ever appeared on that show. It is. Yeah. And, and they blew a weird um story on him. It's just like. You're playing a flute, see, and you're in the cabin in the woods, and it's snowing, see, and it's okay, sure, <laughs> you know, and you have a beard for no reason, like anyway. I mean, if you survived a Star Wars holiday special, you can survive anything, yeah. right? Yeah, That's he looks sure. like he's thinking about something else in the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the all the whole box sets there um, of the three Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, and I haven't even finished them. I, I stopped halfway through season one. I haven't even got to the um, 
the Sean Patrick Flannery episode yet because Daniel Craig is in uh, those episodes, oh, yeah. I think. Uh, so once again, we have James Bond and Indiana Jones on screen again. Um, yeah. So I, I will get around to watching it some point. I remember watching it back in the day, but it never really felt like Indiana Jones. Jones uh, no. And that was the thing. You're, you're like, well, A, why is the music not in it? And yeah. why is nothing happening? <laughs> There's one part in the pilot I remember when I, I was like, oh, now it's getting like Indiana Jones, it, 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 where um he's fighting some dude and and the guy is in a trench with like a Gatling gun and shooting mm. shooting the Gatling gun at, at um Indy, and it felt like action packed like like the movies. I was like, oh my god, this is great. And after that, they never did that again. It was all just uh comedy hijinks he meets up with some historical figure yeah um it's it, it didn't feel like indiana jones and i was like i know you're using the name blatantly but uh, i expect a few things out of my indiana jones and and yeah. you're not checking these and, and the same yeah. yeah yeah artifacts no. traps uh, action. Action. Uh, like, yeah. i don't understand why it, indiana jones like a lot of movie characters is so easy oh my god it's so easy you just have a round table, and you're like, okay, we need an artifact. Go. Spear of Destiny. There. Okay, good. We're doing it. Okay. We need five traps, right? That's it. Or, you know, mm -hmm. five little set pieces of action. Done. Next movie. And just work the story out later. Look, Indiana Jones is not a super in-depth like, character where there's a lot of, like, heart and soul to this guy, and we have to dig deep and find out what makes him tick. It's like, look, he's an action hero. He gets the job done. Get the You could write, you just need four or five action pieces with one artifact. And just make just do like a page per, and you can have twenty movies ready to go, and just pick one and be like, "Well, let's do this one." Yeah, yeah, uh, it's I mean, so easy. Yeah, yeah, they still manage to get it wrong. And then whenever it's you read some of the rejected scripts, you're like, "Okay, any of these are better than what we mm -hmm. got with Crystal Skulls, or what were you people yeah. thinking?" Even Steven yeah. Spielberg at the time, I remember, said that. Uh, he thought Crystal Skull was a bad idea. So bringing aliens into it, but George Lucas was like, "Oh, oh everybody will like it. It'll be great." Yeah, and you're just like, "Shut up, George! You created George R. Banks. Okay, let's look at yeah, you." Yeah, George has been making some bad choices for a while. Uh, yeah, everyone says that Disney destroyed Star Wars, and I was like, ah, "George did it." Yeah, he was that. doing a good Sorry. job of it before. Uh, yeah. I mean, Spiel Spielberg made War Horse, so he should talk because. <laughs> That movie, like I said, I told I told Jay, man, like this is my review. It really is about the horse. I had to quit after thirty minutes because I'm like, I can't watch this. This is about the horse. Like, forget it. I can't. Does the horse it. talk? <laughs> it's like the the history of the horse. Like he's he was bought here and he's a plow horse. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it's like, you can do more. I'm like, oh, <laughs> quick. Does the horse have a Does the horse have a montage? Where he gets better, it's like he's like you need a montage, and the horse is like jumping and he's like, I, I okay, he did without the music. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to bring it back to uh, uh, Stallone, actually. So when when um when Indy Four came out, uh, I told you, J J Man, I was like, I don't get it. Like. Stallone made um, uh, Rocky Balboa two years before that movie, before Indy Four, and the year that Indy Four came out, he he uh, he released uh, R Rambo Four, and I was like, my God, with those two movies, Stallone showed he knew what made those movies work. Yeah. He knew what made the franchise tick. He revisited them successfully. Never mind Last Blood, but he revisited <laughs> them successfully, right? And and and, and the thing was. With uh, Indy 4, I, I just felt like Spielberg and Lucas just didn't know 
it, it, maybe maybe Raiders was a fluke. You know, like they yeah. just didn't understand what uh, Indiana Jones was about. And and that movie is so damning in, for that case. It, it's like what the and the prequels are damning for 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 Lucas, right? For Star Wars, like, do you really know what Star Wars was? Like, I know you had a lot of help making those movies, but it's like maybe maybe that's the problem that you tried to make them alone and didn't really know what Star Wars was. And it's the same thing with Indy Four. It's like, did you know what the the action and adventure and romance of the of the of of Raiders and Temple? were about did you know how to make them or were they just a mistake because how how is stallone like reviving two franchises and you can't do the one you yeah, know yeah. it's weird yeah well, it, i think lucas I, we've said this before but lucas is a master storyteller he's just not a filmmaker he he doesn't no. understand he's an ideas man he's he, he, some ideas someone else yeah. writes it because if you sit down and actually watch the story to the prequels and try and ignore all the terrible stuff it's hard the story is pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. when you're sitting there, you're like, Palpatine is a bastard. Like, what the hell? Like, he, the way he manipulates everyone, I'm like, this is gold. And if you think about what's happening in the story, you're like, this is pretty good. Unfortunately, how it's executed is not very good. Yeah. Um, and Spielberg, I think Spielberg, unfortunately, the unfortunate thing was Schindler's List. I, I think... Schindler's List and just not getting the recognition for his earlier films. I mean, he got they were classic, but like the he seems to be the sort of guy from what I've seen in the interviews and that where he wants the awards, right? And his movies didn't get them in the original part. They were very cloud pleasing. They made he made a lot of money off them. They were box office hits, except for 1941. But like he didn't get that and i think that bothered him and that's when you start to see him make the color purple and you know always the prestige then, pictures yeah yeah and then like he got chin resources he's like oh i want to do this now and then he had a long period where he made nonsense yeah that's he just like, makes these serious war movies or whatever yeah. i'm like yeah i don't care i want fun spielberg back again yeah i mean we got it a bit with ready player one yeah uh minority report was good and shockingly bridge of spies was really good <laughs> I didn't see happening at all, but like uh, he makes terrible. He he also makes terrible movies. And I have no interest in West Side Story. Like no, uh, never. Definitely, yeah. Um, okay, I don't think I have anything else to add. Anybody else have anything else want to see indie related? Will no, indie does make a yeah, cartoon or an animated thing or something? Yeah, well, what's the problem with doing that? You yeah, know, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I would. Well, I would. I'm going to be honest. If they actually did recast the role, I I wouldn't be that bothered. It depends who they would cast it as. I love the character so much, um, and you know, I, I kind of see it sort of like James Bond that way, where you could have somebody else play it, contrary to what Harrison Ford says. I mean, we already had River Phoenix play him as young, and then we had Sean Patrick Flannery play him young. So, um, yeah, maybe not Chris Pratt. Because whenever Chris Pratt is just, you see Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt. Um, so I, I don't know. But yeah. Or they could just leave it. Which I think <laughs> yeah. they probably j- just leave it and stop ruining it for more than they already have. And uh, we'll just stick with the, the original trilogy and that other movie we won't speak of. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, well, thank you very much, chaps, as always, for uh, joining us and for. Uh, all the various comments we didn't get. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, but anyway, uh, we shall see you all on uh, Friday night for and our chat. And you're, and you're coming tomorrow though, right? Uh, yes, and tomorrow night, yes, I will be joining J-Man on his channel, and we're going to be talking about uh, video game movie adaptations, so yes. that's going to be fun, so jump over to J-Man's channel, like and subscribe there, and like and subscribe this channel too, so we'll do more of this, and uh, anyone interested, we'll see you tomorrow night, and we'll see you Friday night, I have some really cool ideas for our chat on Friday night, um, awesome. so uh, we'll see you then, thanks guys. Take care.